Actual play comedy podcasts are awesome. We can all agree on this. What about if they're in outer space? What if the cast don't take themselves too seriously? If you think yes, then you will love Experience Points. We're an all-queer cast playing Starfinder and trying to survive whatever bombshells our GM Kenny can dream up for us. We're an impulsive bunch who rush into things, which has landed us in some surprising situations. Have you ever almost died in a spaceship sauna malfunction? <laughs> we have. Come join the adventure with the crew of the GD Hoopty and their surly computer AI, A-Hole, as we traverse the galaxy, leaving a trail of pink glitter in our wake. Listen to Experience Points today wherever you find fine podcasts. Then come say hi to us on Twitter at EQPoints, or tune in for our live streams every other Saturday at twitch.tv slash experiencepoints, or you can now find us on YouTube. We'll be sure to unroll the pink carpet and have a cup of space chamomile ready for you. Welcome, everyone, to the review of The Last Shonen. This was our anime-inspired system we've been using for our season, Compass Rose. I was your narrator for that season, Dennis Ferre, and with me, I have our players and characters. I'm Nick. I played Casper Nautico. I'm Hadley, and I played The Block. I'm Sarah, and I played Suki Tomoe. So, for The Last Shonen system, I wanted to create a system that encompassed everything as far as anime goes. I'm a huge fucking weeb. So I wanted to put it all on the line. I watched so many hours of anime just prior to making the system. Had a lot of time during quarantine where I just went through everything I missed, everything that's I loved again. That's why you watched all the anime. Yeah, to... sure. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why. The sacrifices we make for our art. <laughs> <laughs> the sacrifices we make for you variables. Yeah, what you don't This is what I do for you. This is all systemic. Artists always suffer. <laughs> Truly. So I wanted to put together, I wanted to find the the best tropes from across anime in general. As I was looking through systems we could use, there were, there were systems that were a lot, and we know we like simplicity over here at Control Group. So I wanted to break down the genre and break down the system as best I can. Uh, just took all of my favorite main characters, boiled them down into what they really are, and then made them into playbooks in the system and then added a lot of things that I enjoy from anime to be foundations of the systems, like flashbacks, powers, uh, and specific moves like that, fighting for your friends, truth, justice, things like that. So that is why I made the system. As far as Compass Rose itself, uh, fun fact, this was actually one of the first things we had come up with when we were deciding to start Control Group. Uh, it was between this and it came from Lake Mary, and it came from Lake Mary one out because we didn't know if we could we'd have enough weeb audience to keep us afloat in those first couple of months of the podcast. So we held now back. We're drowning the in the weebs. <laughs> we are drowning in the weebs. Kurapika is drowning. Yeah, so that's Compass Rose was just a culmination of like, hey, what if I made a fun shonen anime and the characters were my friends. And I came up with a lot, a lot more, because prior to that, another fun fact, we it was kind of a late stage decision to make Control Group seasons so short. Originally, this was like twice the length in reality, 
Um, and since we kind of run Control Group much shorter now, the season came under a little pressure, so we just shortened it down. So there's a lot that got cut from Compass Rose itself, but I still very much enjoyed it. I didn't even know that you cut anything out. Same. To be honest, I wouldn't have ever guessed. It was a pretty expansive story. I could I could see that there was like room for stuff, but I didn't think that you cut anything like super. Necessary. Yeah, I think the the cutting just came from like larger swaths of explaining. We did have that one. Like we did have that one tell- episode that skipped a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, there was that six month time skip, <laughs> which was going to happen regardless. I I think that never would have been multiple episodes. I think I literally would have always done it at the top of the episode. It is now six jarring. months later. I liked it. Because that's just how it is in, in the fucking manga, too. That's You pick up the new chapter, and it's like, okay, it's seven years now. There's some, like, what some the fuck? animes and manga, manga that I would I would like to, that, to do that. Like, Dragon Ball Z, it's always like, it's the next day. And you're like, you just fought Majin Buu yesterday? Oh my <laughs> god. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> All of Dragon Ball Z takes yeah, place like, within, geez, like, two years. Yeah, some time, please. Like... <laughs> And if what? you, I think if you actually, oh if you actually gosh. do the timeline, I think Goku's twenty three at the start of Dragon Ball Z, and then they mentioned that he's like in his thirties and like up the, till like Majin Buu, he's like in, he's like just turned thirty or some shit. Yeah, yeah, that's around the Android arc, I think. Just because <laughs> Namek takes so fucking long. But we digress. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, thank- Der- derailed us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got hella sidetracked. <laughs> but yeah, things like uh, the mules was like a big grand idea I had that I couldn't cut out of the podcast. And mages as a whole was something. There were, I had a 52 pickup member for every card in a deck. I had oh 52 God, villains planned. That's insane. Um, so we got through like 13 of them which is nice the dedication hell yeah oof the dedication and obviously if we ran a longer season we'd have a longer tournament arc because that's the best part of any anime well Dennis could always write the manga it could always be a season 2 that's <laughs> true I could just write the fucking manga <laughs> give it to Shonen oh, they need this shit up they said everything ground pounding <laughs> <laughs> Lots girls. of fucking ground pounding. Obvious protagonist. Pink hair. Yeah, so what were some of the highlights of the story from you guys? Honestly, I think the filler episodes are a really fun way to gain experience. Experience, and they're always fun for us to all come up with together. And to be honest, my favorite moment of the entire story was Orion's separate I know, adventure. That was so much fun. I love that. Um, I think, yeah, I think, I guess, I think it always is, but I like the small details that we come up with along the way and the callbacks that we're able to do. Uh, that was really fun for this because it, it felt like it was very in keeping with the anime, you know, uh, yeah. like the style of it. And I like that we sort of were like discovering like what kind of anime this is, like as we go, <laughs> which I think the system itself lends itself to that idea. You can yeah. sort of choose the the style of character you that you want in this anime the style like the tone uh it all like it's all it all goes together hand in hand uh i think my favorite part of the story 
um, was the uh, dynamic aspect of the story. The fact that, um, like, the fact that you put like little filler episode questions into the beginning, um, and that really informed like our characters for that particular episode. And so, like, I felt like we were never doing quite the same thing every single episode. It was nice to like. Like it, it just it it felt like a change of pace every single. I really time. like that. that uh, nice. Oh, sorry. And if I can, oh, oh, if I can piggyback piggyback off of what Hadley said, uh, like with the little filler episode questions, I really, really like the character arc questions. Just as because I think that would work just so well for especially like a longer campaign. Like if this was the longer campaign that you had initially planned for it to be, it would have been really interesting to see everybody take on different roles as their character feels like an emergency check button and like you know or like the red button and men in black <laughs> it feels like <laughs> it's like super important you know like this character question that's kind of you know you're thinking about constantly as you play yeah i generally just want to say that i think dennis did such an amazing job writing this um not only the the system but the the story i thought i yeah. did an excellent job dude like yes thank you kudos i i really want to throw it back at you guys though because you guys play characters so consistently and so well that it gave me the time because like as you can tell from episode zero when hadley's hungover ass introduced the block to me (laughs) 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 and i i as a dm had to go like all right i'm not gonna fucking be an asshole let's see how we can make the block happen and then it just so happened that once again Hadley comes up with a character that fits perfectly well for the story. I got to weave all of the stuff with the mules and President Ace freely with him uh, to make it work so well. And then I just, as I, I think I told you guys in the group chat when I was editing the first episode after we had gotten quite a few episodes under our belts, but the <laughs> thing that like made me tear up is that we always had the central theme that people who love the block will headbutt him and then disappear <laughs> from his life. And that was a central theme that we didn't we uh, obviously didn't think about. But every time the block has like someone in his life, they will headbutt him to be like to signal like I am a part of your life. And I just thought that was beautiful. <laughs> I uh another moment I really liked was the uh I really like one of the, the earlier episodes, the casino thing. That whole episode was like so much fun. I was it was a blast, and I like that it was like this very simple uh, anime like episode idea of like helping this poor old lady who runs a tea shop. <laughs> it's very like mm-hmm. you know of the, we're like of the people sort of thing, and I like mm-hmm. that that setting. It was fun. I just could visualize it more so than mm-hmm. than, than other episode. Yeah, I like that. I loved Poppery at the time. That was such a fun episode. Saving that guy from the water, and then, like, that was the first time we saw Suki's ice powers, right? So, Mm -hmm. it's crazy. Yes, that was the first time Suki got to show off any kind of power. So sick. Alright, so, we've talked about the story. Let's talk about the last shonen itself, the system. Created by Dennis Veray. I am Dennis Veray. Feel free to talk about it. (laughs) This is awkward. (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I, I'm muting I, and deafening on discord now <laughs> I, I say in general that like i've said this multiple times as we've been playing but like this is like one of the best 
most well put together playbooks I think we've ever come across as a group. And I'm not just saying that to stroke Dennis Diego. Like it feels so well put together. It's all so concise. The fact that all these like characters are on uh, two pages and there's like so much information, things to think about. All the moves are unique. I like that, you know, somebody could pick up this playbook and play the knuckle duster and it would play, be completely different from how Hadley played it. Not just because it's Hadley, but because, <laughs> yeah, they, you know, they, they, there's just different ways to read anyone can do this, it. into this playbook and play, play different things. And I love that we have this whole powers index at the bottom, which lists every variable, every adjective you could think of when describing an anime power and all these different weapons and stuff. It's just like, it's everything you need. You know, if you wanted to play Dragon Ball Z, you could play Dragon Ball Z. You know, if you wanted to play Yu Yu Hakusho, you could play Yu Yu Hakusho. You know, I mean, you could play My Hero in with this system. You know, so it's like <laughs> it's like you could you could just straight up use the system to play existing things or you know make your own. So how do you think it's well really well put together? I totally agree with that. With the like and every like none of the moves were like fluff or useless because for most of the game I was the powerless best friend so I imagined that for a while Zuki was not going to be able to actually do anything but I still had plenty of moves that I could use so that I was for a while power to, powerless but not totally useless yeah as that's, well. that's something um for the obvious protagonist as well I was like I, I feel like there's you got to have like a the right kind of person playing that character, I guess. Yeah. Just because, because of me, you know, I I don't necessarily. I always choose these characters that have like these like, you know, very like grandiose abilities, but I just like don't ever really use them because <laughs> I think it's like a cop out. You know, I'm like oh, I don't want to do that. You know, but I like I guess I like having it as like a fallback sort of thing. Um, so you know, the, the, these moves are obviously pretty powerful. This like the anime bullshit move where you can re-roll. Um, and the, or the uh, plot armor, you know, they get a, an additional armor always, you know, stuff like that. Um, th- those are like a little OP, probably. But I think that it's good for that person playing it, you know, to like be able to like use those moves in context with the story, you know, not just like using them to like, I cast this, you know, I like that it's story focused. All right. There is like one like minor thing I kind of noticed with this and maybe a part of it might just be me as a player trying to figure out exactly how it would work but honestly I would probably combine the powers and the special moves in some way just to make just to streamline things because you have your your power index to do your power and then you have your special move which is very much at least how I've set it up, seen it set up, kind of different. So that made things really confusing for me, as I couldn't really do a whole lot with my power. Or so, and I was worried that by crafting special moves that I was accidentally, like, somehow, like, cheating the system. True, there's a lot of freedom with those special moves. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, the, the fun of the any shounen anime is the special moves, so I wanted something to portray that and i think the powers the way i set it up because it was just i understand it's confusing but the power is the modifier that takes away your energy whenever you use it and then your special move is an indicator of how much damage you'll do when you're using the height of your powers so to speak so it was supposed to be they they work together like you are suggesting in a way 
but yeah, it doesn't. It can read better. When and it's it sort of like ability, this, yeah. and then special move is flavor text. You know. Yeah. I I think that was like the only like downside of this system that I saw. Everything else is just a lot of fun, and I love how much creative freedom it gives both the GM and the players in order to tell a wild story. I don't think we ran into too many. Um, there was a few episodes where we rolled bad, <laughs> you know, and I still we still found mm-hmm. a way out of it, um, which is oh I think is also pretty telling of a system, you know, if if it's like you roll bad and you're fucked, then it's like, oh, this isn't really fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I'm just remembering, like, Suki's big character-defining fight, and I couldn't get, like, higher than a six on half my rolls. <laughs> just that yeah. episode. Yeah, we had some pretty bad rolls. That, that would be actually fun. That should be another thing. We should see from all of our from all of our um, playthroughs where we rolled the, the worst. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, no, now I might just go redo that to make sure I didn't accidentally say the number of bad rolls I got wrong. <laughs> no, you're fine. Somebody, somebody's <laughs> going to point that out. <laughs> like, honestly, I think I roll pretty decently most of the time. Nick rolls terrible well, rolls that, that, most no, of the and time. No, but actually that's I true. Like... And then there's like, then I'll get like three perfect ones in a row. And I'm like, yeah, it's like the gods were on my side. Nick, Nick has good like story rolling. <laughs> Like, yeah. whenever there needs to be story or plot elements, Nick will roll for that. I got that golden finger. That sounds wrong. <laughs> I'm, cut that out. He's got that Midas touch. It's the next but thing. To yeah, but it's only hey, one you go finger. Member. You what? still have nine others. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> uh, All right, oh my gosh. Last things we want to say about Compass Rose or The Last Shannon. I real this is of all the systems that we have, I want somebody Excellent. else to try this out. Like yeah. not us. You know, I want to see somebody else use the system and see what they have to say about it or uh see what story they can create from it. I I really want that to happen. <laughs> yeah, everyone seems like real scaredy cats. They should just yeah, try dude, it. just come in. Just, just give me some more. Just show some more. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> all right. Now it's time for the ratings. I have to abstain. <laughs> Dennis Ray, you abstain from the ratings about I Dennis Ray. I have Ray? <laughs> to abstain as per the laws of control group. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll I'll write for Dennis. Um, ten out of ten <laughs> broken bridges. <laughs> nice. Uh, I. I will raise uh, one legendary sword. <laughs> I will give this nine and one chibi out of nine and one chibi yeah. Sailor Scouts. I also give it one little toad kiss. <laughs> um, and then now I'm gonna rate for me now. I'm gonna rate. I'm gonna rate three Nicks. Ten was that and a was that for your individual performance? <laughs> <laughs> that was for the... <laughs> uh, yeah, that's solid. Then. All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right, variables. We'll catch you on the next test. In the meantime, you can follow. I didn't us study on Twitter <laughs> at Control Pod. You can become a Patreon for less or exactly a dollar. Actually, uh, if you go to Patreon slash Control Group Pod. Um, go listen. Yeah, 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 good thing. We'll shout you out on the podcast. You'll get the actual ending to Estemagos y Corazones. 
and giveaways oh God, in the that's... future. I've got all these dice I made for a control group that I need to give away. How about you give them away to us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I've got some stuff that I don't need. Yeah, you can also get random shit from Hadley. (laughs) If you sign up for the Patreon, you can get Hadley's junk. (laughs) Please keep that in. (laughs) Alright, variables, go to sleep. Go to sleep. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.